The podcast this week is brought to you by the Door County Pond Hockey Tournament on February 9th, 2019. The Door County Pond Hockey Tournament takes place on Kangaroo Lake in Bailey's Harbor with 60 teams competing in nine divisions. Registration is open now and you can register at doorcountypondhockey.com. so excited it's just i can i can taste it in my bones you know we have a bunch of stuff coming up this week so why don't we get started i'm andrew clyden and i'm matthew Marcon, and this is your christmas edition of the weekend primer on friday and all weekend long is the velvet gentleman at third avenue playhouse a colorful journey into the mind and music of the witty and eccentric composer eric satie whose music ranges from the comically bizarre to the hauntingly beautiful this was created and performed by co-artistic director at tap james valk so i actually had the opportunity to see velvet gentleman during its initial run um i i helped out with some of the i did the trailer for it it was one of the first things that i actually did up here in door yeah. county i did the trailer for it um, uh, and then I, I did the archival video and everything for it. It's a really, really good show. So this is very nostalgic for you. Yeah. Uh, he he performed it maybe a year, maybe two years ago uh, for the first time. And it's it's probably one of the best things that I've seen at tap number one. Oh, are you wow. familiar with Eric Satie? No, not at all. I can pretty much guarantee that you are familiar because everybody has heard his gem lopity. Uh, you can pop it into the podcast right now and it'll totally refresh everybody's memory. Have you ever heard that before? No, I don't think so. Oh, I, I don't remember where I first heard it, but it's one of those pieces that I feel like everybody knows but might not know the name or the story behind. Well, I'm just super ignorant, so. That could be too. Uh, then I think that you should probably go see Velvet Gentleman because okay. it, it's a one-man show that kind of chronologues Eric Satie's life, and he was super interesting. Like, he was he was a beautiful composer who made incredible music, but he also had this really strange life, and he he wrote a lot about his his life, so we know a lot about him. And he like in his music would write just the weirdest like cliff notes and like performance notes for things. He was just a really eccentric dude. Wow. And some of it comes from like his his upbringing and the the circumstances around his life. Uh, but then a lot of it comes from the fact that the dude drank absinthe all the time. Oh. So Snap. by the end of his life, he's drinking a ton of absinthe and it like totally warps his, his creative process and his life. And, wow. and James Valk does a really, really good job of kind of presenting his story in a way that feels like Eric Satie invited you into his living room and sat you down and then just rambled for an hour. It's amazing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You, you sold me. You right. sold me. I, uh, I will partake. But I know that if it's not this weekend, I'm fairly certain that the Velvet Gentleman is playing for a little while at TAP. So if you can't catch it this weekend, I know it's going to be playing at least into January. So Also on Friday is the Ugly Sweater Party at Apes Bar and Grill in Algoma. Prizes for first and second place, featuring drink specials and a DJ. So if you haven't gotten enough youth out of your ugly sweater this season definitely partake down in Algoma. I see you're wearing your ugly Christmas sweater today. This is my nicest sweater. There's no, why would you say that? There's nothing, there's no designs on it. 
Um, do you have any ugly sweaters? I used to. I used to have a couple. Um, but see, at the same time, it's like a lot of people will say that like Fair Isle sweaters are their ugly Christmas sweater. But mm-hmm. it's like those aren't ugly. Those are I like those a lot. Um, I feel like to get into the ugly sweater, yours has to have like not just a design, but some sort of like embroidered picture of a cat or something on it. Yeah, I think I think how people like the ugly Christmas sweater trend, how it's going now, it's more just like this is something popular and we're going to do it like with a crazy design. And maybe they're not really like functional, like like everyday sweaters. But, you know, like, oh, that's a Christmas sweater. I wouldn't call it an ugly Christmas sweater. Ugly Christmas sweaters are when you like go to like uh, a Goodwill and pick up something from like the 80s or the 70s of right. just like someone's mom wore that and they and that was like trendy back then and it's not. But the thing is so many people have co-opted the Fair Isle sweater. You know what I'm talking about when I say Fair Isle, right? Uh, it's kind of the the striped and each stripe has its own kind of design. Um, like yeah, snowflakes. Yeah, yeah. Snowflakes are really popular on them. I think Fair Isle sweaters are cool and fashionable and I appreciate them a lot. I don't like it when people are like, oh yeah, it's super ironic to wear a Fair Isle sweater. It's my ugly sweater, but there's nothing about it that's ugly. No, it's actually kind of trendy right now. Yeah, if you're going to go for an ugly sweater, it's got to have like gingerbread patches, like gingerbread yeah. man patches sewn on it, yeah. or like some sort of like light up feature. Those are ugly sweaters. A couple years ago, I used to be big into ugly Christmas sweaters, and I probably had, I've given away a lot of them now, but I probably had like seven, and what I wanted to do was once like December 1st hit, I was going to wear a different ugly Christmas sweater every day until Christmas. Now, are you talking legitimate ugly or just Fair Isles? No, these are like legitimate ugly. So I had, I had one that had, it was bright red and had like five different Snoopies on it. Okay, yep. Um, I had one that was like Winnie the Pooh. Um, so like they're like these are and these are these are sweaters that I picked up from like a Goodwill. So like they weren't like custom made like back then a couple like they were old Christmas sweaters. Um, I still have a couple of them. I have this one. It's like a it's a vest. It's it's a navy vest with like gold buttons on it, and then um, it's like a cardigan vest. And it has like a, it's got like a snowman patch. It's got like a gingerbread cookie patch, like a Christmas. It's like the the most ridiculous thing, but I love it. It's so cool. Do you do you like the Fair Isle sweaters that are they have like a nerd twist to them? So like from afar, it looks like a regular like Fair Isle pattern, but then when you get up close, you can see that it's like oh, it's ATATs from Star yeah, Wars or yeah. something like that. Those I'm are cool. Those, those are cool. But again. I like them, but that's just on, like, this trail of, like, it's, like, an updated faux ugly sweater. And so, like, I, I don't wear that because I feel like it's kind of, you know, it's too in right now right. to to wear, like, something like that. Because I'm all into fashion, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Also this weekend at the Southern Door Auditorium on Saturday is Christmas with Tonic Solfa. The spirited holiday program highlights the acapella foursome's humor and musicianship with a mix of traditional, secular, and original holiday songs. Matt, do you like acapella music? I love acapella music. So do I. I actually started an acapella group in uh, my college. Oh. And so I went to Augsburg University, in then Augsburg College, and I created a acapella group called Augapella, like Augsburg. <laughs> um, were good. you ever in an acapella group? Yeah, um... In high school, we had a acapella group, like a show choir kind of group. Um, I forget what our name was. Um, was it acapella or was it show choir? We did both. Both. Okay. Yeah. Did you compete in show choir? This is this is this is going back way like I'm too old to remember what we did in, well, in high school. Well, because my my junior year of high school, we got a new choir director. We in. did. We did compete. 
We did compete. Okay. We yeah. got a new choir director in my junior year, and he actually started a show choir. Um, his father was the head of the choir department and the show choir at Hastings, and Hastings is one of the top show choirs in the state, if not national. Uh, they're really, really good. So his son comes in, starts up a show choir, and then our show choir became this, like, underdog that showed up out of nowhere and started placing at different competitions. Like people, Glee. Yeah, and people were like, oh, dude, this is... This is the Hastings director's son's show choir, and he showed Ooh. up to, like, compete with his dad. Uh, and then the Hastings director— I wonder what that, like, family dinner was like. He was probably very proud of him. Um, you and think then, so? Well, yes, and I, I know that he probably was because when he retired, uh, his son left my high school and went to Hastings to take over. Oh. So it's like that choir program will be in the family for decades. Well, what if his son is like, no, dad, I don't want to be a acapella teacher. I want to teach band. That, that would be an interesting riff. Yeah. That's that'd a, be, that'd I, be I know that that's a very musical family. Tonic Soulfly, I listened to some of their stuff. They are, they're, they're kind of more of like a, a more contemporary acapella group. Uh, some of their stuff, and I, I'm sure more of like the secular hymns and stuff that they do are going to be a little bit more traditional and full of rich harmonies. But a lot of the stuff that I listened to on Spotify was kind of more contemporary pop acapella, um, similar in a way to Pentatonics. Um, and how they kind of do acapella, but it's very trendy, but but not that, uh, maybe not that progressive. Sure. Uh, so, somewhere in the middle. So I think this would be a great holiday concert for pretty much anybody of any tastes. Do you know what kind of uh, humor they have? I don't know, but acapella groups, I feel like they all have to have that like funny edge to them because there's something like intrinsically goofy about acapella. Sure. So so there's always that one jokester. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually the bass. Are you are you a bass? I, I sang bass in choir all through high school and through college because of necessity. Our bass sections were small, but I'm more of like a like a musical baritone mm. tenor zone. So like when I do musical theater, I'm kind of a baritone. Yeah, you seem like a goofball though, so. That's true. Also on Saturday is Wheelhouse at the Door County Brewing Company and Music Hall, a nationally touring Americana and bluegrass band from Madison. I listened to some of Wheelhouse too, and they're, yeah, they're pretty cool. They're cool. They got some fun songs. Um, very much bluegrass. Um, what's the difference between blue? What what what's Americana? I don't I don't. What is that like type of music? I'm sure there is a dictionary definition, but when I think Americana, I think that kind of like step between country and rock music it's like and i'm not i'm not saying contemporary country music i'm talking about like kind of in the blues era it's just more of like a like bluegrass is is very similar but i think that americana maybe not so much a genre of music but kind of a uh, an aesthetic maybe okay so if you're to talk about americana i mean you can you can use americana to refer to restaurants and art and all sorts Mm -hmm. of stuff yeah so i don't i don't really know what americana is but wheelhouse is definitely bluegrass and it's really good bluegrass i enjoyed listening when i was when i was writing up the copy and i noticed that wheelhouse was on there i started listening to their music and it's really good yeah lots of up-tempo uh really great banjo and fiddle and all that kind of stuff love the fiddle and finally, on Sunday, did the Packers leave you frustrated again? I don't know what that's referring to, Matt. You're going to have to help me out. Okay. Yeah, um, it's referring to the Packers football, the Green Bay Packers. Okay, I know that part. What oh, did they do? I don't know. Well, they're they're not having a very good season this year, oh. and, it's, and it's very frustrating. And some people need a way to let out their frustration. So if you need to do that, you can go to the crossroads at Big Creek for a post-game health hike. Whatever oh, that the, sounds lovely. Whatever the final score, a brisk walk will feel good. Yeah, it will. Visit forest areas and be back by dark. You can meet at the Collins Learning Center. 
this seems like a great way to kind of this like, is a great idea especially yeah, after this season oh my goodness so frustrating Andrew so frustrating I think the weather's probably going to be good for it too it's yeah. getting cold but it's not too bad we've actually had some days of sun yeah so going on a uh, a winter hike is probably probably a good time. Yeah, for but it even right if now. you even if you bundle up, going outside's never that bad. Right. I like going on hikes and stuff right after a big snowfall because the snow is so heavy and the trees mm-hmm. still, and it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, if it's been sunny for a while, the weather's nicer, but the the visuals aren't as great. Plus, if you go out in into into the wilderness, your screams sound lar- larger, so you can get out all your frustration that way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a, a good echo there. Right, and it's really cool. Well, I think that that's just about going to do it for us this week. Matt, uh, where am I going to find you? You are going to find me. I mean, I'm pretty sure you sold me on the Velvet Gentleman, but between me and you um, and not the li- hundreds of hundreds of listeners at home, I'm not going to be here no? this weekend. I am I'm going out of town for Christmas. Oh, nice. Going to California, spend some time with the family. But the Velvet Gentleman is definitely something that I want to take in when I come back because it sounds like a lot of fun. Awesome. I'm leaving town on Monday for Christmas. Christmas. So I'll actually get to partake in all these weekend events. What are you partaking in? Boy, I might just have to go see Tonic Sulfa. Mm. I haven't heard good acapella music in a long time. Oh, I thought you were going to take that sweater you're wearing today and go to the ugly sweater party. All right. Thank you so much, Matt, and I will talk to you again next week. Happy holidays to all of our Weekend Primer listeners. We hope you have a great holiday season, and we'll see you next week. And you can check out the events calendar at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available every Friday throughout Door County. And don't forget to subscribe to Door County Podcasts for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. You can find us on DoorCountyPulse.com, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. You look very nice today. Oh, thank you.